Welcome to Making the Magic, a podcast chatting about all things Disney, Universal and beyond. This week we're at Disneyland Paris talking about the Davy Crockett Ranch. I'm Amanda. And I'm Martin. And I think this is probably the result that people don't actually know exists or got probably the most amount of questions about. I stayed there a couple of times when my kids were little and really, really enjoyed it. And I know we get a lot of repeat visitors, don't we? So once people go and stay there, they are a bit hooked, but it might not be top of everyone's list. No, there are sort of certain sort of criteria, I think, to be able to go there. There's lots of plus points, but there's also some downsides as well, which we're going to cover in the podcast so we can find out if Disney's Davy Crockett Ranch or Ranch Davy Crockett as it was when it first opened, which is what I always keep wanting to say, but they switched the ranch bit around. We're going to find that if it's kind of the place that you want to be able to stay when you go on your trip, or if it's better for you to sort of stay at one of the on-site hotels or somewhere else. So it is classed as an on-site hotel, but just isn't within walking distance. I suppose that is the first most critical thing to mention, that if you are going to stay at the David Crockett Ranch, you've got to have your own car to be able to drive there and to the parks. Yeah, there's no shuttle buses, taxis aren't allowed to get in because once you're inside, it's not like a hotel where there's just one big car park and then there's the hotel and you can get to them. Because they're cabins and each cabin has their own parking space, it's quite well spread out. There's quite a bit of gap in as well in between all of the different cabins. So a taxi wouldn't be able to go in because it then wouldn't be able to necessarily find its way back out again. So they don't let taxis go in. So if you're going to go there, you have to have a car. You have to have your own transportation. Yeah, I mean, it's not far from the parks, though, is it, once you are there? No, I mean, I think Disney say it's a 15-minute drive. I'd say it's probably 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe there's traffic. It's really well laid out. If you look at it on Google Maps, it is basically one straight road all the way down from the car parks over the motorway, and then you're on the other side to where David Crockett Ranch is. And as you said, you get your own private parking space outside your cabin. So great if you have got little kids and you've got all their stuff that you want to take with you. And then you've got free parking once you get to Disneyland Paris as well. Yeah, this is great for people who like a bit of freedom. And a lot of people also go here if they're also going to go to other places around Europe as well. So they might be adding Disneyland Paris on when they're also going to, say, another part of France or they go into a different part of, of Europe or on a bit of a sort of like a road trip. This is the first time I went to Disneyland Paris was part of another holiday as well. So it is kind of like quite a popular place to go. As you've already got the car, you might as well go here. And we talked about it being good for families and particularly good for larger families, isn't it? Yeah. So you can sleep up to six people, which is much better than all the Disney hotels up at the sort of six hotels are around within walking distance of the theme parks. Most of those rooms, 96% of those rooms are for four people and also an infant as well. So if you do have a larger family, then this is a great option to choose from because then everyone's going to give it more space because you've got those two bedrooms. So you've got the main bedroom with the double bed in it. And then you've got the second bedroom that also has those other four beds in it as well. So there's plenty of space for everyone and you've got a bit more privacy as opposed to all being in one room. And I think you went there when your kids were quite little, didn't you? Yeah, so when they were really quite tiny, we stayed there a few times. And what, yeah, what I really liked about it was the fact that they had their own bedroom and you know, didn't have to go to bed at seven o'clock, um, same as them. Although, as we often say, after a, a day touring around the parks, you might want to go to sleep at the same time as your kids. And then the other thing about the cabins is, well, there's the two bedrooms. It's got a full kitchen, 
again, handy with little ones. I mean, okay, you don't necessarily want to be cooking all the time that, that you're on holiday, but to be able to have breakfast in the camp, to have snacks, have, you know, drinks in the evening, then you've got that full kitchen there too. Yeah, I mean, just even things like bringing bottles of water or bottles of Coke or whatever from the UK with you or pop into the shop down there as well. It's a lot cheaper than buying it in the park. So a lot of people will stock up on snacks. The great thing is because also you're coming up in your car is you don't have to carry the snacks with you all day. You could just fill up the car with snacks and then one person heads back out to the car, goes and picks up the snacks uh, in the afternoon and then comes back. It's a great money-saving way because the snacks are – not, not the cheapest uh, in Disneyland Paris. And a bottle of Coke is, I think, €3.79. So if you're buying four of those, start to add up. Uh, so it is a good way of saving a bit of money. Uh, plus also, if you put them in the fridge in the ranch as well, they're going to be a bit cool as well. They're, they're not sort of going to be sort of room car temperature, I suppose, are they? And there are supermarkets nearby, aren't there? So if you do want to go and stock up on some lovely French food um, and drinks, then you can do that. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the on-site boutique as well which does have sort of basics so you can go and get sort of bread and jam and quite easy to do kind of food sort of pasta that kind of thing but if you do fancy something a bit more uh, exotic and you want to try some french food then there's quite a few supermarkets nearby a lot of people go to the big ocean it is very very busy it's huge and it is but it is very it can be especially sort of peak time sort of after work sort of six o'clock time expect to queue for a while um, to get in it's french supermarket prices are more expensive than uk supermarket prices anyway so food is more expensive over here what i would say is if you're bringing over non-fresh food things like sort of cereal that kind of stuff you're probably better off just bringing it from home because if you're driving over anywhere and you've got that boot space just throw it in the boot and then just stock up on the more sort of fresh things like fruit and vegetables and meat that kind of thing when you get here some nice French wine as well. I'm sure that would go down. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, to be fair, French wine is very cheap as well. Especially if you've got little kids and the kids are going to go to bed. It's sort of seven, eight o'clock at night and you'll be thinking, I don't want to go to bed. Let's go and uh, have a glass of uh, wine and we can sit in the in the yeah. front room in there. Or you can maybe sit outside depending on what the weather's like. So you have a nice little glass of wine. So yeah, sounds like quite a nice evening, doesn't it? It certainly does. And you said there is some nice outdoor space and they've got a picnic table and they've also got barbecue grills and sort of of your own that you can use. So if you do want to cook there, you, you can do. There's the on-site restaurant as well, though, isn't there? Yeah, a really good on-site restaurant. If you are on the meal plan, I would recommend probably going here once out of your kind of restaurants because it's a bit further away from all the other restaurants as well. So you kind of have that little gap when you get into the car to drive back. You can then maybe go and freshen up. So you walk around the park and you're a bit sort of tired and sweaty. And then you go for a meal sometimes in Disney Village or in one of the other hotels. But here you can go back. You can maybe go into the pool first, have a dip, go and chill out. The great thing about the ranch is that you are outside. You were in the Disney bubble, but it's not as sort of fast paced as it is in sort of the other on-site hotels and the restaurant's really great it's a nice buffet restaurant you can use it on all the dining plans as well uh, the bar next door did you go in the bar when you were there it's quite nice uh, yes it? i did yes <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. it's a nice bar to go and relax in and there's a little outdoor play area as well so you need to supervise them but the kids can go off and go and play in there whilst you have a nice little drink and relax and i think half the time kids 
love running around outdoor play areas probably more than they go, like going in the park sometimes, aren't they? Yeah, like you said, relaxing. I think it does have a much more relaxed feel than if you're staying in, in the on-site hotels. One, just because you've got that much more space, but also you've got all that outdoor space as well. And if you're lucky enough to have uh, nice weather, it's good just to have, yeah, walk around the site. I mean, I know my kids who liked just finding little wooden structures that have been made or like little wooden teepees that have been constructed. I don't know by the staff or other people staying there or just going and finding some interesting sticks or just, yeah, it can be very full on in the parks all the time. So if you have kids or even you yourself need a little bit of downtime after all that, that full on park experience, this is the perfect resort for that. Yeah. It's very good. Also a lot of families who have got kids that have got sensory problems where the park might be a bit too much. The stimulus might be a bit too much for them. Coming back to the ranch, it, it's a nice sort of switch off because they are in the nature. And, you know, the cabin is, it's not next to someone else's cabin. There is a gap in between. They've got yeah, the, the so you're not worried too much about noise and if your kids are disturbing other people if they wake up really early. So, yeah, there's lots of advantages. I mean, just talking about the cabins, I mean, they're all fairly similar. And Disney do call them log cabins. I would say... They are more like a static caravan. They are static caravans. They're fairly basic, but absolutely fine. Got everything you need, everything. Certainly when I stayed there, very nice and clean, um, everything in good working order, but they're not a luxury option. No, I mean, lots of people take it because it's a budget option that they can bring their own food. They can save a bit of money by doing that. They're saving money because they're driving, and most of the time it's going to be cheaper driving than it is going to be flying or taking the Eurostar. It is kind of uh, something people do look at when they're trying to save a bit of money. I mean, we have offers where it's free nights and then you either get four days in the park or sometimes two. When you look at the price, sometimes we've got one going in January 2023. And when you look at how much it is for a two day park ticket, it's cheaper to stay than it is just to buy a two day park ticket. Which it's is ridiculous, crazy. isn't it? It's yeah. absolutely crazy. I and mean, you're basically staying for free. Mm. Um, so it's a no-brainer in that situation to stay here. Yeah. And there's three cabin types. Really, that is more about the location of the cabin, isn't it, than um, sort of how different they are uh, makes the, the difference. So starting off, we've got our Trapper Tribe cabins. They've got one double bed in one room and then four single beds in the other room, which I think is really good as well compared to like bunk beds or pull-down beds. Because if you've got kids, different genders, or you've got, you know, it, people are having to share the beds. Yeah, adults as well. If you're going as a group of adults, because a lot of the time people think that when the, a group of adults go away, it's all couples. Well, it doesn't always necessarily have to be that. It, you could have older kids as well. So it's, it's really good that you can have that kind of mix of people can sort of share the accommodation, but without having to share a bed. Well, we have quite a lot of hen parties go, don't we? And I think it's a really, really good place to go as a hen party. And this would be ideal, wouldn't it? Because you off-site, you can... Do what you want in your cabin. Yeah, you can be a bit louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can be a bit louder. Plus, also, you've got the parkour as well. So, you've got the version of Go Ape, the treetop adventure. So, you can go and do that. So, that's a fun sort of hour and a half to kind of go and do that as well. So, again, you're coming to Disneyland Paris. It's not just going in the park, especially if you're doing those where you've got the two day park tickets as well. Is the day you arrive and the day you leave, you can make use of the swim pool. I'm sure we'll talk about swim pool in a second, but you can go and do the treetop adventure. You can maybe go and explore the area, go to sea life, maybe head into Paris. It gives you all those different options staying there, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, so we said we've got our Trapper Tribe cabins, then we've got our Pioneer Tribe, exactly the same layout inside, but they describe these as offering extra peace and quiet. 
which means they're actually just a little bit further away from yep. uh, the main building <laughs> and things. So it depends whether that's important to you, but yeah, a bit more peaceful. And then if you do want to upgrade, they have these premium plus cabins. Slightly nicer sort of decoration as well. And I think you, you get bathrobes in those ones, don't you? You get your bathrobes, you get your coffee maker. So just a bit enhanced in terms of the amenities that are in there. Get a little starter pack of coffee, a free cleaning kit. I don't know who wants to do cleaning on holiday, but just, uh, you know, a bit of uh, stuff to do the washing up. And I think they've, they've got a dishwasher as well, haven't they? Whereas the others don't have a dishwasher. Dip by hand, yeah. If you don't like washing up, especially if you have a dishwasher at home, Going away and having to do the the washing up by hand. Mm, yeah. I think it depends how much cooking you want to do, doesn't it? And then the premium plus ones, they're the ones that are closest to all the facilities as well. So a lot easier just to walk back and forth to the pool or to the restaurant. But obviously you've got your car right outside. So with any of these, if you want to just jump in your car to go to the main facilities, then you can do that. There is a car park up there too. Yeah, really easy to drive around. And because it's quiet, there's about 500 cabins, just over 500 cabins. So it's not extremely busy and it's the biggest pool on site it's an amazing swimming pool and i think that's why a lot of people really love staying here is to go in the pool isn't it yeah no, it is it's a, a really nice pool it's got slides it's got jacuzzis it's really large yeah i know we had great fun in the pool when we stayed there and it is definitely a feature of the resort yeah you can do the mini golf as well it's about two euro 53 euro i think for a little round of mini golf so again it's just little extra activities that you can do that aren't within the parks and there's the nice outdoor play area as well if the kids just do want to have a, a bit of a play and a runabout yeah so really kind of good now one thing i forgot to mention earlier on is um your parking up at disney is inclusive for your length of stay so if you are heading into Paris for a day and going to take the train in, then it's free for you to park up at Disney. And then from where the car park is, it's a couple of minutes walk. You have to walk past the train station to actually get into Disney. And then from there, you can then get into Paris nice and easily. And if you're staying there, you still get the early access to the parks in the mornings, don't you? Yes, you still got the extra magic time as well. So you can get into the parks uh, nice and early, beat the crowds, get in and go and do some of those rides nice and early before the day trippers arrive. And you can still add on a meal plan as well. Yeah, so you can add on the meal plan. So you can have the standard one, you can have the plus one. The meal plans are a great way of saving money. Now, the breakfast is slightly different here because you don't have breakfast in the restaurant. You have breakfast in your cabin. So you send someone off in the morning to go to one of these little um, cabins to go and pick up your breakfast. It comes in a nice little basket. Pick it up. It is a cold breakfast. So you have like a nice sort of continental breakfast. Have that. Enjoy that in your cabin. And then you can head off to the parks afterwards. And then if you're on the Harpool, then you're going to get an extra meal each evening as well. And of course, we can help you sort of pick what the best sort of restaurant to use your half-board or full-board if you're really, really hungry. My kids loved going to get the breakfast boxes in the morning. That was sort of like, oh, yeah, really exciting. They'd go and pick up their little baskets with your continental breakfast. And there was always way more than you were just going to eat for breakfast as well. So you'd have some yeah, French baguette sort of for later on in the day or you know, make up some little sandwiches to take into the parks with you. So I really like that. Yeah, it's a really nice way to start your day off as well by having sort of like a continental breakfast. And to be fair, I mean, you're gluten intolerant, but bread in France is, if there's one thing that the French do very well, it's definitely bread. I know, I do miss that now. I, so when I stayed there then, I was still eating gluten stuff and I, uh, yeah, I do remember the French bread being very, very nice. It's something I miss every time I go to France, all the delicious pastries and <laughs> breads and things. 
But if you don't have a meal plan, then you can obviously bring things with you, or you could just go to the Alamo uh, Boutique, which is a little shop that's down there, and you can go and pick up things like croissants in the morning and French bread, all that kind of stuff as well. If you take sort of your own jam or this, all that kind of stuff in there. So it's a great way of just sort of starting the day off properly. It's not a big buffet breakfast like you get in the other hotels. So if a big breakfast, big cooked breakfast is what you're looking for each morning and it's sort of really essential for you, then this isn't necessarily the place to do that. The ranch is more about having your continental breakfast. And if the weather's nice, you can sit outside as well, can't you? Yeah, I think every time I've been there, it has been nice weather. But uh, yeah, of course, maybe in the middle of the winter, it might not be the perfect place to stay. And it does sometimes, well, more recently, it has closed for some winter months, hasn't it? Yeah, so it's closed at the moment. We're recording this in January 2022, and it is closed up until the end of March. But we'll, we'll wait and see. It is scheduled to be open for the winter of 2022-2023 as well. So we'll see how things go if they decide to close it. But uh, at the moment, it's all scheduled to be open for, for next year. Yeah, um, prior to COVID, it was a resort that was open all year round. So no problem to stay there in the winter. The cabins are all heated. So yeah, nice all year round resort. So should we have some top tips? Yeah, I think we should. Just recap on all our top tips for staying at the Davy Crockett Ranch. So my first one is... You have got to have a car to stay here. And we say this all the time whenever we do promos for this resort. It is a self-drive resort, but then we always do get questions back saying, well, I don't have my car, but I might rent one or something. Yeah, you've got to self-drive to stay here. People have asked, oh, can we fly in and rent a car? I mean, to be honest, the amount that you'd save in having, if there's five or six of you in having one cabin compared to having two rooms up at Disney, it's just going to be wiped out by hiring car hire isn't particularly cheap in france and then you've got to add on like a toll or something like that sort of depending on where you're picking up the car from so it's not really worth hiring car bring your own car over and nice and easy to drive down to disney from either euro tunnel or if you're getting a ferry so yeah nice easy drive yeah probably about three three and a half hours and there's plenty of places to stop off on the way as well so my tip is this is the perfect result for those kind of families where it's five or six people because pretty much all of the other rooms up at Disney are for four people, whereas down here you can comfortably fit five and six people. As soon as anyone says that they're a family of five, then we always sort of say, have you thought about staying at David Crockett Ranch? Do you mind driving over? And as long as they don't mind driving over, I think people were a bit nervous about driving on the other side of the road. It's just motorways the entire way. It's really easy. You can't get it wrong. You can't go on the wrong side of the road because you're going in the same direction as everyone else. This one question that people say is, what about if I go on the wrong side of the road? You physically can't go on the wrong side of the road. There's big barriers in the way. It's a motorway. This is a great result for those larger families or even sort of extended families. So if you want to bring grandparents along as well, then this is a great place to stay. Okay. My next tip is make some time to enjoy the resort facilities. So make sure you're building some time to go to that fantastic pool, just to enjoy having a walk around, have kids to enjoy the playground, but definitely have some time to enjoy the resort. Yep. And then my last top tip is to, if you can bring pre-done food with you give an example they don't do baked beans in france <laughs> so if you really enjoy baked beans on toast for breakfast then bring your own baked beans with you they do do them in ocean but they're about two euros a can so definitely bring them with you other little things as well crisps snacks bottles that kind of thing bring it with you you've got the car you've got the space bring that kind of stuff with you it's going to save you loads of money 
Yeah, just remember no fresh food. So don't bring any fresh meats, fresh cheeses, any kind of dairy fruit products like, like that, yeah. fruit. Yeah, so you can't bring any fresh stuff, but any of the dry foods, you know, canned foods, then you're fine to bring those. Okay, so hopefully that's given you some useful information about the David Crockett Ranch at Disneyland Paris. Let's see if you might want to stay there. If you've got any questions at all, as always, just get in touch with us at Fairytale Holidays. All our contact information is in the show notes. And that's all for this week. Our first show back or full length show for 2022. We really hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes. We're back with our weekly shows now. Going to be talking yeah, all about Disneyland Paris, about Disney World, Universal, and then maybe some other things as well. Yep, really looking forward to it. So thanks for listening and have a magical day. Bye.